0: Welcome to She Got Game, a celebration of women in gaming. I am Tiana Watson, a multi-platform production major at Morgan State University and member of the Morgan State University Esports program and streamer.
1: Hello, I'm Christian Reynolds, a junior multi-platform production major. If you haven't seen our last episode of She Got Game, A Celebration of Women in Gaming, conversation with MIAC account manager, Charity Phillips, then make sure you watch the replay via the Morgan State University Esports YouTube channel.
0: For those who are watching for the first time, the She Got Game, A Celebration of Women in Gaming conversation series was created to highlight phenomenal women who are doing amazing things in the gaming industry and to provide information on the many ways that people can enter into the gaming industry.
1: Now it's time to talk to this week's guest. Please meet the co-founder of BeatBotics and PhD student, Miss Jahan Johnston. Hey
2: guys, hi Ms. Johnston.
1: Good
2: Hey. Are you? Okay, Mount Multi-Platinum Radio. Uh, <laughs> I was a FlasCom major, so shout out to y'all. Hey. <laughs> Can you tell
0: us who you are and what do you do?
2: Yeah, um, I'm just a mom. That's uh, that's that's my job. I'm a mom of a teenager who happens to be my original and my amazing co-founder of Biotics, but. I'm a, um, I, I wear a hat for a couple of different things. I'm a forever educator of 15 years, uh, ranging from broadcast journalism high school teacher to a radio teacher, but then transferred over to special education and then ended as an assistant principal. Um, and so I've been in a couple of different rooms, went into educational technology uh, and worked for Microsoft Education, where I actually trained teachers to be facilitators pre-pandemic in 2018 on how to operate virtually um, but now I am in the space of a, cure, a co-curator of an esports, gaming, um, and metaverse and beyond awareness company for Black and Brown communities. But then also I took it a step higher, and now I'm be getting a PhD focused on informatics uh, with human-computer interaction design, um, intuitive on it, but really focused on HBCU culture, esports, gaming, and the metaverse. And our first black woman to ever do research on HBCUs. So, with and
1: that being said, yes, we actually heard that you are going to be the first black woman to graduate with a Ph.D. in informatics. So congratulations on your upcoming achievement. Yes. But can you tell us about your Ph.D. journey and what your research focuses on?
2: Yeah, so yeah, my Ph.D. journey is nontraditional. Um I don't have a background in informatics. I don't have a background in anything computer science. I just want to make a difference uh, of increasing the representation of the two percent in both the gaming industry, but then also the computer and tech side. Uh, and so I applied randomly during the pandemic. It was like, let me go focus on esports, I have a company. Let me go do it um, because I saw the disparities when I was in educational technology. Um, what uh, black and brown communities don't have access to. Um, so I got a full ride. And so I'm focused on, on HBCU culture and how esports and gaming can add to the homecoming experience, um, add to the weekend experience of, hey, what am I gonna do for spring games? Or what am I gonna do for you know, uh, a pre-exam week? Just different ways that it can be interactive. Um, and added to it from an alumni standpoint but also an undergrad standpoint.
0: Um, You told us that you started in education, but can you tell us a little bit how you pivoted into your current path and how you adapted your passion to be meshed into this new space?
2: Yeah, so like I said in the beginning, you guys were a multimedia majors. I'm a mass comm major. So my focus used to be broadcast journalism and public relations. So that's what I wanted to do. I had a background in radio ever since I was 14. I've worked for Def Jam. i worked for Kanye's good um, music uh, record label as an intern at like 14 years old. So I knew I always wanted to be just networking and amongst good people. But I really looked at the disparity of which our community lacks, um, and that's access, and that's the digital divide. And so when I went to a school uh, at Woodward Academy, I was doing a presentation there, and when I saw all the private schools getting together and excited about the Esports Club, um, but then literally within walking distance on the train tracks, at Tri-Cities High School of Southeast Atlanta, um, swats, as they call it, did not have access, but our kids were gaming every day. Eighty-seven percent of black kids game weekly. Two percent of game designers are black in the industry. So how can my kids that are literally within the back parking lot of this private school not have access to the kids that these have, kids that pay money to go to school, have access to. So that's when I knew I wanted to make a difference. And so I started teaching virtual reality application classes at Morehouse College in 2019. Um, And that's where I really started seeing the importance of inclusive design. And that was something that I learned when I was at Microsoft of how you can add virtual reality and and AR and just gaming into the classroom to help with bridging that academic opportunity gap. Um, And so that's where I started figuring out, hey, during the pandemic, that's all my son gamed. Um, Everybody else was gaming. Gaming was becoming popular. You know, Fortnite was taking over. Um, And then I wanted to really get into the design aspect. So I started, I self-taught myself UX design, which is user experience design. Um, And I saw that I can get a degree and I could go for free because I remember that the world Director of Microsoft World Education told me that you could get a free scholarship if you majored in esports and gaming, and this was in 2018. So this is, I'm giving you all these numbers to show you how far behind our community is that I've known about it. And so I went and I applied. I was like, fuck it, I'm black. Um, I'm going to get my free scholarships. I know how I can waive my applications, and I'm also giving y'all knowledge right now. Um, And I wanted to go into schools that I can make a difference, not only from a diversity perspective, but then also make a difference in my community from a STEAM perspective. And so I started focusing on gaming and esports. So, very non-traditional.
1: That's actually incredibly powerful. So, our next question is, what exactly is digital transformation and why should we think about getting into that space?
2: So I have this in one of my presentations. It's called uh, You Could Get With This, You Could Get With That. Uh, And it's talking about um, the importance of digital transformation. We're all living in it. We all talk to our parents and our grandparents, and I always use this comparison. It's uh, the Flintstones versus the Jetsons. I know me. I'm in my 30s, like, uh, late 30s at that, I'm proud of it. But uh, I wanted to really be and live in like the Jetsons. So I always wanted life to be like that. And if you really look at it, the realization from the robotics and the thing, like, I have a robot now that can deliver my food and coffee to my patio. on campus so if we really look at it we're really living in some time of the Jetsons but the digital transformation is making sure we're all digital Um, in a black and brown community we are scared of technology like let's really be real we're scared of it when we see new things when we see and hear about the metaverse people are scared and you know it's the zombie apocalypse are coming But digital transformation is just really, really educating our community and just society on what's next in a digital space. You have NFTs, you have Metaverse, you have VR, AR, you have eSports and gaming. We have to be prepared mentally for what's next and what's coming down the pipeline. And so digital transformation is just really looking into the digital aspect of the new technologies um, and I'll even go a step further of studying the HCI, which is a human computer interactive design of how the human can, com- can communicate to a computer to really put us in a digital space. So
0: my next question is web three is a term that just started to be tossed around. What exactly is that?
2: I love it. Um, and so I always describe it. So like. People, the ones that were like writing on typewriters or beginning in the A- Apple Macintosh stage, that's Web 1. Um, for people in my age where we had to, listen, we had to get off the phone if we wanted to use the Internet because we had to dial it up. That's the Web 2 stage. We were living, we were the test babies now, and that's the beginning of social media. Um, and now we're in Web 3 of we the endless possibilities of really bringing our real life into a virtual space and really seeing the magic that can unfold in it. It's pretty cool. If you look at it, we've been living in it for quite some time. And it's a new buzzword, but we've been living in it. They have terminology and research, so we've been living in it now, but it's, it's the buzzword.
1: It is super interesting. Can you tell us more about BeatBotics and what inspired you to start your organization?
2: I'm just a mom. Um, I'm a mom that believes in her son. Uh, I have a a 13-year-old about to go to high school. Um, In everything that he has always believed in, from his creative ability, he has always come to me and discuss it. Um, But I really felt, I just really sat down and just looked at the disparities that black and brown kids face in everyday education as a former assistant principal. um, I look at the school culture as a former assistant principal and seeing where that has turned to right now. Um, But at the end of the day, our kids are creative, Uh, and I look at all of the past work that I've done from taking a 2 chains rap song and making my kids make it into a reading campaign and shoot and create their own video uh, in Washington, D.C. and Southeast, to kids using hip-hop and uh, gaming to help kids learn how to read. Uh, And so I look at all of those spaces, and I was like, oh, okay. I know that the things that I've done and just in my educational journey, I can take that and transform it and put it into our communities and help build community spaces to it That is going to bring education and awareness. But then also I wanted to make my son an entrepreneur. I wanted him to understand that he can stand on his own two feet and doesn't have to work for somebody else and that all his creative abilities can be put onto paper and be presented into life. Um, and so I took his love. I took my love. We both love hip-hop. I am the hip-hop ed tech diva. That is my name in technology. Um, And so we put Beat and Botics together, and we created an awareness company because what I did notice was that um, our community does not have the awareness. They do not have the resources, and they don't have the education on what's now, what's next. Um, And so I really wanted to take my passion, my love, but I also know that it's a passion and love for our community and spread awareness
0: I love that, and you're making him an entrepreneur, period. <laughs> As an advocate of video games, what are some of the developmental and
2: educational
0: benefits of gaming?
2: Yeah, uh, and so it starts with collaboration. Um, and when we talk about building community, it's all about learning how to collaborate, right? Uh, then you have critical thinking skills. How can we challenge our kids Uh so us? It's some um, educational level. Um, the hierarchy level. So you have tier one, tier two, tier three, uh, sometimes tier four, and tier four. Bloom's Taxonomy is always the highest level. So you want to learn from the top to down. So how can we build our kids' skills up to make them think at a higher level on Bloom's Taxonomy? So we add the critical thinking skills. Um, But then you have the communication, you have the teamwork, you have the computational skills thinking that they're building. Um, But kids do not understand that they're actually coding when they're doing gaming too. Um, But one of the things that I absolutely love is when you're using it with students that have autism and that I have personally worked with um, and students that have special needs and how it helps them come out of their shell but also learn verbiage, um, also learn ways to communicate nonverbally, but be able to connect with their other peers, even if it's a place of anxiety or fear. Um, but then one of the other things that I love is the intersection of adding ELA, of you building your avatars to collaborate with the character that you're teaching for the week, figuring out the standards that it can align to and using it and teaching that skill set, because we have to meet kids where they are. Um, and if we don't, then it's not going to be a forever changing model of Educating—it's going to be, you know, teaching, 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 and we have to get into the mindset of facilitation.
1: That being said, what are some specific game titles you can name that are good for educational purposes?
2: So I'm going to always start off with Minecraft Education um, because it has everything. That if educators, if you're watching, it's full curriculum already built. It's 100 free. You don't have to buy anything use it. I promise you it will help you build with your students. Um, but then also Microsoft has MakeCode and I'm giving you all free resources. MakeCode.com which allows kids to understand the beginning process of arcade gaming and building their own arcade game um, and seeing it actually displayed on the screen to them but also being able to download it. But then also I still think MBA2K uh, that can be an intersection of uh, PE how am I teaching movements? How am I teaching ligaments? How am I teaching different basketball skills? Transferring it from a virtual world to a reality um, and connecting with your students. But then also uh, Fortnite, you're having costume design. So if my girls that are gamers and wanting to figure out different ways and avenues of getting into eSports, look into the fashion needs part of eSports. Look into the fashion aspect of gaming has all of that how can i be a costume designer and let's think about a black woman worked on Lebron jane's costumes for fortnite so how can i follow in her steps to be a part of this but be only from a gaming condition uh, so there's different things and different lessons that you can really learn from those games i particularly think madden our football players when you want to teach you know plays and you're losing homecoming college coaches if you need to teach plays and you have students you have to figure out students aren't always visual and aren't always auditory learners but how can they connect kinesthetically to a video game of batting to understand their plays so I say those games because those are games that are that reach the masses of our community uh, but there are also other games of uh, you know dota of uh, you know call of duty league of legends that can also create storytelling from a character storytelling perspective so how can i create these minds how can i dig into these students to reach them to elevate them to understand the importance of gaming and academics
0: i wish more people thought like that <laughs> i really do um what do you say to the people who bash video games, um, the ones that claim they are violent and detrimental to adolescents?
2: Number one, do your research, because uh, research will show the true data, because uh, they're actually studying these people, and it's not always the violence part of it. Yes, it's 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 nasty, it's cruel, but let's look at the reality that we live in. Um, but also look at how it helps people. I'll never forget, I was in Florida at FETC presenting to like over 500 educators on how to have inclusive classrooms virtually um, from a Minecraft perspective. I'm a Minecraft um, facilitator. And so I had a parent come up to me crying because I was just encouraging educators, listen, this is a way that you connect with your students. Because I had personally used it with a child that had disabilities. and she came up to me crying and said my son at 19 finally found his group because of people like you that constantly advocated he was at a school in georgia at kennesaw state majoring in gaming and that was the first time he called his mom during a conference saying that i finally found my crowd because he had joined and majored in gaming um, and so that's how you have to look at it how it helps kids with their confidence um how it helps kids with their cognitive ability. There are so many different ways and skill sets to use gaming and eSports to connect with students and push students to continuously focus on this journey. And it's a free education too.
1: That is incredibly powerful. So as we conclude this interview, can you let everyone know what you and BeatBotics have coming up and how people can connect with you guys online?
2: Yeah, so you can email us at info at B as in boy, E as in Edward, A as in Tom, T, oh, Lord, A as in Apple, T as in Tom, B-O-T-I-C-S dot net. Um, And you can follow us everywhere on social media at beat, B-E-A-T underscore botics uh, on all socials. And a couple of things that we have coming, we are doing some things this summer in Oakland uh we are doing some things in Atlanta back at Morehouse College this year so I'm super super excited and you never know might even do something there in Morgan so stay tuned
1: we hope that comes into fruition but Miss Johnson we are so grateful for you being willing to talk to us today and we send you nothing but well wishes as you complete your PhD and I want to thank everyone for watching this week's episode of She Got Game, a celebration of women in gaming conversation with BeatBotix co founder and PhD student, Ms. Jahan Johnston.
2: Bye, guys. Make, sure you guys.
0: Make sure you guys stay up to date with the Morgan State University esports program by following us at MSU Bears Esports on Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. Also subscribe to our YouTube page where you can watch the replay of this interview. You can also connect with me, Tiana Latrice, T E Y A N A, L E T R I C E, on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram.
1: And you can find me, Christian, on Instagram at Kalon of a Kind. That's K A L O N of a kind underscore. And again, thank you for watching, and remember to protect the cave.